WNCW is member-supported public radio from Western North Carolina featuring an eclectic music mix. You can find out more and listen online at WNCW.org. Support for this public radio podcast comes from Acura, featuring the completely redesigned 300-horsepower MDX. More information is available at Acura.com. This is Volume Control, musician interviews from WNCW-FM in Spindale, North Carolina. WNCW is listener-supported public radio. You can make a contribution and listen online at WNCW.org. Recently, our Going Across the Mountain host, Dennis Jones, had the opportunity to talk with bluegrass diva and Grammy nominee, Rhonda Vincent. Good afternoon, Rhonda Vincent. How are you? Hello, I'm doing great. I understand that you guys, are you on your way back to Nashville? You did a show last night in Florida? We did, yes. We're actually on our, we're in Georgia. Oh, in Georgia. We're performing, yeah, we're doing a fundraiser for a church in Alpharetta, Georgia today, and uh, then make our way to Nashville, and and, uh, excited to go to the Grammy nominee party hosted in Nashville on Monday night, the 22nd. I was going to ask you about that All American Bluegrass Girl nominated for a Grammy. Yes, it is. is Is it your second time to be Grammy nominated? This will be my third Grammy nomination, uh, third and fourth, I guess. We have a double nomination this year, one for the album for All-American Bluegrass Girl. The other is a very unique award. It's the country collaboration, is a, a vocal collaboration, and it's with Bobby Osborne for the song Midnight Angel from that album. And, and the really unique thing, I have to tell you this because I won't get to say this very often, I don't think. It's nominated in the same category with Garth Brooks, Tricia Yearwood, Dolly Parton, Don Henley from the Eagles, and of all people, Bon Jovi. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat to be in the, It's kind of unique and a lot of fun to be nominated in the same category as those guys. Are you going to go out to Los Angeles and, and be at the award show? I'm trying to, to make arrangements to be there. Our bluegrass cruise starts on the same day, so uh, I'm, I'm hoping to make arrangements to, to be in both places if, if possible. Are you the All-American Bluegrass Girl? Yes, I think so. I mean, that's, I came across All-American something when I was looking for a concept for that project and saw, I said, you know what, All-American Bluegrass Girl, that's me. And so then ended up writing that song. And yeah, I, I believe, I, and that's what I love. Going As we travel around the country, we meet other young ladies who, who perform, they sing and play, and they go, you know what, I'm an All-American Bluegrass Girl too. So this is really neat. Started playing the mandolin and singing when you were five years old, is that right? Well, I started singing when I was three, but when I, the five is, the, is kind of a landmark age because it's when we had a television show, a radio show, and we made our first recording. So when they discovered I could sing at the age of three, I joined my family's group, the Sally Mountain Show. Uh, at eight, I started playing the mandolin. At 12, the fiddle, and, and just enjoyed this wonderful kind of on-the-job training of a life of music with my family. And all of that in Missouri. Your, your home is in Missouri. That's right. Greentop, Missouri is my hometown. It's just, uh, I always tell folks it's at the top of Missouri in the heart of America. And they say they know right where that is. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you were talking about being nominated with Dolly Parton. You've worked with Dolly Parton. You know, if you look at your website, give, give the folks your website. What is your website? It's RhondaVincent.com. RhondaVincent.com. That's easy enough. That's right. And oh, yeah. Run, go to RhondaVincent.com. And we have a message board, a very active message board. And our website has had over a million hits now. So if you want to check out where we're going to be or what's going on with us, I posted last night uh, when we were in Florida, they brought us fresh squeezed orange juice. So, uh, And I tried to drink a whole gallon before our show and, and then finish it off before we went to bed. So it was kind of a quest <laughs> to see 
<laughs> if I was going to make it through the show. And I did. But you were talking about Dolly. You've worked with Dolly Parton. You've worked with Ralph Stanley. You've worked with so many people. My goodness. You know, just looking at your website, it's it's kind of a little daunting when you first look at it and think about all the <laughs> folks you've worked with. Did you think when you were a little 12, 13-year-old girl that you'd ever, ever be working in the studio with Dolly Parton like you have? Uh, you know, I never dreamed I'd meet Dolly Parton, let alone get to perform with her and sing with her and then have her, you know, be on my projects and be in the new video. So, uh, she's just a, an awesome lady. And, I mean, to top that off, it, it, with all of her talent, she's a world icon. She could do, be anything she wants. When I was so ill in uh, the summer of 2005, she made a trip from Nashville to Missouri to my home. And I can't tell you how overwhelming it is. It brought me to tears to see Dolly Parton standing in my living room. She said, I had to come and make sure you're okay. And that tells you what a true a true kind spirit that that lady has. She's incredible, and I'm so honored to call her a friend. I think everybody says they love Dolly. Yes. Uh, i got to ask you, are you the hardest-working woman in show business? <laughs> That's what folks tell me. <laughs> you know, we just love we love a lot of folks say, how do you do that? And, you know, how can you just keep up this pace? Well, it's pretty easy when you love what you do and you love the people that you work with. That's really the key to everything is and having a supportive family. I have a great husband and, and daughters, and, and they just have this wonderful support team. Get up every day and, and feel like I, I'm living my dream. Speaking of your fellow workers there, how are the rage? How's Colonel, oh, jo- how's Colonel Josh and Hunter great. and all the guys? Oh, they're doing great. They're all excited to be back on the road. Everybody's just like, wow, we're back on the Martha White Bluegrass Express. And, you know, it's just like uh, coming coming back home again. We probably spend more time on the bus than we do at our home. So it feels like home also. And, and we're just glad to be back. And, you know, they were watching movies last night and, and listening to music. And, you know, it's just a, a great camaraderie between everybody. You know, you spoke about your bus and spoke about Martha White. What's it like stepping into the shoes, and, and we're going to say that kind of loosely, of Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs and being <laughs> in the old Martha White bus like that? You know, we're so honored to, to travel in the tradition of Flatt and Scruggs and, and represent Martha White. And, you know, I grew up learning to cook with those and taught my daughters to cook baking with Martha White. It's so quick and easy these days. And, you know, singing their song, and each time we sing the song, they provide us with Martha White T-shirts that we get to throw out to the audience. So it's just kind of become a tradition with us and and i we still amazingly we still find people that say what is martha white you know and i explained to them they're the longest continuous running sponsor of the grand Ole opry and uh they're a baking company in the south and we just really love them and, and appreciate everything they do for us when was the first time that you played the opry oh my i'm gonna guess it was in the 80s with my family uh, I have since made, I'm not sure what my first solo appearance was, I think it was in the 90s, and I have since made over 100 appearances on the Grand Ole Opry. What was that like? What was the first, what was it like the first time you went there? I, I, I guess you've been on both the new stage and over at the old Ryman also? Right, yes. We, well, we perform also on June 28th, we'll be performing at the Ryman Bluegrass Series, and also at 5 o'clock, I, I'd love to invite everybody, my assistant, Julia, who just couldn't do without her, she's getting married at 5 o'clock on June 28th before our show that evening, so come uh, join us and come come to the wedding, because I know who's singing at that wedding, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you know, if you're the hardest-working lady in show business, Julia must be the second-hardest-working. She sure is, without a doubt. Did uh, a little bird tell me that you maybe have been in the studio or thinking about going back into the studio? 
Oh, I've been in the studio. I'm heading back on the 23rd and 24th. Before we come there this week, I'll have been in the studio and hopefully have all the songs that track for the next album. Oh. Yeah. Is there a projected release date for it? I'm not sure there's a release date yet. Uh, I just wanted to get started recording because we're on the road so much. So if I don't record at every, you know, opportunity, uh, I'll find myself, you know, it'll be years before I really get a chance to get in there. So... Uh, just and I have a studio. I have a home with a studio there in Nashville now. So trying to really make efficient use of the time when I'm there. And we had the songs and been writing and said it's time to go in. So we're we're recording and hopefully uh, I'm I'm going to hope by the fall that that we'll be ready to release the next one. So you know we were talking about All American Bluegrass Girl. You also had an, a record out since then, your Christmas album. Yes, we recorded that last uh, January February and. So I think because having the studio now, it kind of affords me the, the time to work on them just almost continuously. We we worked on All-American Bluegrass Girl, then we went into the Christmas album, then we went into Hunter Berry's project, and now I'm starting on my next project. So uh, And also Nothing Fancy, a group that my husband um, books, uh, I'm producing a, a, their next album, the gospel album, with my brother Darren. So we've really been busy in the studio and just love it, and it affords us maybe to, to make more recordings a little quicker. I wanted to ask you about your brother Darren. When you say Darren, we we, we mean uh, Darren Vincent. Of course, folks probably recognize him very quickly when they see that Skaggs fellow. What's his name? Uh, That's right, that, Ricky. I think it's Kentucky Thunder. Yeah, Isn't it Ricky Skaggs, Darren Vincent, and Kentucky Thunder. I, I, think. I think that's the way he'd like to see it build, <laughs> wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is such a gifted and talented man in the studio. You know, sometimes a little intimidating when I see him and think how gifted <laughs> he really is, and a wonderful singer. Oh, he's the, to me, bar none, he may be my brother, but he is the best harmony singer anywhere in the world. He just, uh, Hunter was so amazed because he hadn't worked with him in the studio before, and he sang on a harmony on several songs, one with Marty Stewart and Bobby Osborne, and then uh, with my daughter Sally, and, and he just, he's got the perfect harmony voice. It's just incredible. And and just a natural ear, a natural gift for producing. And in the studio, it's like, you say, oh, that's good enough. And he'll go, if you think so, but I think you might want to do it one more time. And you know, it's like, it's good enough. But he just always makes sure it's the absolute best it can be. Have you guys performed much together on stage? Have you, have, I mean, since you've become kind of separate in, in your own different groups now, do you get a chance to perform? We don't get to do that very often. When, you know, Ricky is there at the same venue, which is on a rare occasion, then we'll, we'll have him up to sing I'm Not Over You or something. But uh, not very often do we get to perform together. Ronnie, you have 12 IBMA awards, seven times in a row, International Bluegrass <laughs> Music Association, Female Vocalist of the Year. Did they make you retire? Are you, are you eligible you know, to retire? they don't. They, no, they don't do a retirement at IBMA. So uh, we'll just... Hopefully we can we can put several more in, on the uh, on the mantle. I hope. I think one of the most outstanding quotes that I've seen in, in a while was that the Wall Street Journal named you the new queen of bluegrass. <laughs> yes, you know that was really astounding to have a write up in the Wall Street Journal and to have these. All of a sudden, we had these men in suits coming after work to our show, so that was great. Did they have your music? Did they listen to your music? No, but see, they were, they read about it in the Wall Street Journal, and they said if it's good enough for the Wall Street Journal, it's good enough for us. <laughs> so it was a whole discovery from new fans, so it was really neat. I guess, you know, branching out to, reaching out to all audiences, that's what... We love that, yes. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Rhonda, I know that you're busy, and you guys got a show to do on all tonight. I can't thank you enough for taking a few minutes out of your day and talking with us on the phone. Well, it's my pleasure.